We have out well the contract personnel convention. Yeah, it gets a little hairy when all the rodeo clowns get in one room mm-hmm. and they're all talking about what they hate about everybody else. Yeah, and, and it seemed like it was me. I was like, we could all agree we hate me is what I felt like. I, okay, all right. But now, now, I mean, it's kind of everybody's kind of getting along. You and Rob are yeah. getting along. You're on Rump Chat. I'm on. I'm on Rump Chat. That's a big deal right there. Life's uh, too short. I got to ask you this, and yes, sir. we've talked on Rump Chat a thousand times, and I'm not going to talk about it, but do you get people talking crap on social media, like, constantly? Did, you Dude, do? did you read the comments? So you, he kicks my butt in Clown of the Year again, which is not a shocker, but on the PRCA's post, there's a, a, a somebody made a comment, I still like J.J. Harrison better, but congratulations. I saw that. That crap happens to me all the time. Justin Rumford's better, but you're cool, too. I get that all well, the time, too. Be like, they get that everywhere. Robbie got it at Sydney, Iowa this year. He goes <laughs> up the fence, and this whole guy goes, where's big guy? Where's Rumford? Where's Rumford? Robbie's like, okay. Thank you. Thank That's you. part of our business, though. Yeah. It I ha- really is. Well, you it's guys move around. Business. You know, an announcer's yeah. at a rodeo a long time or a music guy. You know, bullfighters, you know, but you guys, obviously out in front of people, you rotate a lot. Most rodeos. Honestly, I think Rump and I are similar. I think this job, I think we've changed it, maybe Flint before us, but I've been at rodeos for 14 years. I've been been at at rodeos for seven, eight, nine years and just signing three-year extensions. And I don't feel like I, I do that as much as maybe in the old days. Yeah, that's true. Like, I feel like I stay at, like, like Spanish Fort, for example. We, we kind of bounce back and forth with Spanish, and, and I'll do two years, he'll do two years, and, it, and it's like they want to keep us because we, we set a, uh, you know, we build a fan base. And, and so they can rotate, but when they rotate, they're rotating. They, somebody they've already established has a fan base, which Justin does. Well, yeah. it, it works out good, I think. It does. It does. And Spanish is, you know, and I know you've been in Ellensburg for, they're 11 years. 11 years. 11 years this and then, year. Uh, St. Paul's over 10. That's it. Canby's over 10. Did you, did, you go to that, S- did you go to Ellensburg right after Flint got done? Because what, what no, year did he quit going to pro I rodeos? took it from well, – I, I took it. We had a wrestling match. Me and Keith <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like I took it. You know, clowns don't do that. Like, we don't Indian leg wrestle or something to see who gets the rodeo. Or Rump would have all of them. Look at the thighs on him. But it's, Muscular thick. I, it was they were making a change, and they actually Ellensburg had uh, two announcers, uh, Randy and uh, Hadley, late Hadley Barrett, great guy, and uh, and Keith Isley, and then they just did a full facelift and changed the announcer back to Justin McKee, and brought in this Fruit Loop, and and it's it's been a good combination for a lot of years. Yeah, I like the video when Flint came back. <laughs> that that oh, yeah. act that act you did tell about that. Well, we just you know you can't. Flint gets to be in. A, he's in the Hall of Fame circle, right? Like our rodeos are now putting him into the Hall of Fames, and so when they do that, if it's a rodeo that I'm working, and you'd be the same way. Like, dude, you can't have Flint just walk out and get a buckle and wave. You got to make his ass work because he's lazy. All he does is stand in the <laughs> arena now, right? Is that PBR thing so simple? So, we, you know, we gotta we gotta work him a little bit, and so we made we dressed him up like a, a random fan. And I pulled him out like he was an old guy, and he acted like he's out of shape and old. And we brought him out, and then all of a sudden, he just, we played the right music, and he busted loose, kicked his shoes off, threw the old brown coat off, and, and busted out, and he became Flint Rasmus. And then the crowd went bonkers. And that's, that's a great, I think that's a great tribute. I think it's a way to, to show confidence as an entertainer, as a clown, that here's the guy. Here's, you know, J- Justin in the PRC is our guy. If I'm afraid of that, then it's that's on me. That's my problem. I need to work hard. I need to keep going. I need to, and maybe it'll come for me. Maybe it never will happen. But if I'm, if I want to hide Flint or hide Justin behind something so the crowd doesn't like fall in love with them over me, you're in the wrong business. That's not what we're doing at rodeos. We're trying to make this 
a, a universal subject in, in households everywhere. And so take the stars of rodeo. Take the Justin Rumford any chance you can. He shows up at a rodeo, I guarantee you I'm bringing him out into the arena. If, he, if I'm the clown, I don't care. He's coming out in some capacity. You don't ignore or pretend that the 10-time clown of the year is not sitting there. So that, that's my me, take on it. You're making me feel really good, JJ. But you, you are good. But you can't, you can't uh, and I'm not saying this because, you know, I didn't win last night. I've been blessed to win a couple times. But, you know, uh, you can't put too much weight on those awards. I agree. You know, a no. lot of it is they all go you can't to imagine how political yeah. stuff is. Yeah, they give Popularity everything to contests. I mean, I don't know. I could go into things. I'm not gonna. I'm not. Gonna, I'm just saying. And, and it's just the the point is you can't base. It's your talent. Yeah. And look at the rodeo. It is. That's you've been at 11 years in Ellensburg. Ellensburg is yeah. one of the biggest rodeos in the country, and they keep having you back. You have to look. I to me, that's the weight. That the weight is where you work. Right. And where living. you work, it because you could have a lot of good rodeos and no fantastic. buckles. Fantastic run. I have I have two open weekends this next year, except for November, which I try to take off. So I'm blessed and I'm busy and I have all of that. But I also you have to keep wanting something. I think Absolutely. When we you settle, win. When I'm we not saying I want to be Justin. Feel good to win, but don't, just don't put too much weight. I don't on want it. Justin to take a year off. Like if I ever do win Clown of the Year, I want him standing on the stage right next yeah, to that's me. Right. So you can so go, I can got knee you him sucker. in the oh, I can knee him in the nuts. Did you see? <laughs> I tried. I thought we were gonna chest bump last I, night. We we were gonna we were, and I got caught off guard because I just dry. <laughs> I froze. You froze. I go running at him like we talked about this off stage. Like we're the clowns, and I'm, I've never been brought up on stage to to get the consolation hand clap or what. I have got Why to do we talk do to these guys about it. Uh, the uh, okay, so the, here the way they do that. Can we not put? <laughs> Here's what when they, you don't win, you look like the biggest asshole just, just standing there. Yeah, because and then you gotta turn and you go, congratulations. It's like on the no, it's walk like on the bachelor, like when the five guys are standing there <laughs> and the lady's like, Tonight, JJ, you're going home. You're and then home. everybody watches you just I was like, why can't I I, I get it. it? It does make the show go way smoother having everybody up there. Rather right. than what it used to be when your table was back there and, and prump. And yeah. you had to make your way through all the people, and everybody's back slapping you and slapping you. So it takes it's forever. For TV. It's people, for TV. people so, you don't but know just are have hugging us you. Off to the side, mm -hmm. and then the winner come up. Yes, because I agree. It is the it And then sucks. the losers, the losers get to go to a special room that the winner's not invited to. Oh, you and walk down free and everybody's going. Food. Well, what JJ wanted to do was, you know, like on a, on like the Queen pageants. When they're doing like Miss America, we should do it right now. They, we should show them. You know them. when they like do that when they all hold hands, you know, and they're like, and they're all excited, and then when the one wins, they all start crying for different reasons. <laughs> like, yeah, that's JJ thought of doing that. Like, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, yes, it was, yes, it was just like your clown of the year, 2021, Justin Rufford. Oh, good job! Oh, I'm so happy, Justin. So last year, though. No, last year when I was on stage for the Comedy Act uh, and didn't win, then it's a whole yeah. nother thought. Wait, hold on a second. What? You've been in the running and didn't win something? Yeah, last That's year. That's I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, so here's the deal. He I is a human. He is a human, everyone. I didn't win, but John Harrison, who's one of my best buddies in the world, John won. So I'm excited for John. However, here's the deal. I don't want to be too excited for John, where it looks like it's fake. Yeah. But I was really excited, and I wanted to be excited to the point where people thought I was excited. You didn't know what to do with I your hands. Because I didn't want him to go, man, he's a sore loser. Did you see how excited he was? <laughs> so I guess I was trying to gauge my excitement for John Harrison winning the Comedy yeah. Act of the Year because I was happy. And yeah. when, when Garrett Jurgen won the Clown of the Year last night, I cried. I'm so happy. Announcer uh, of the Year. Uh, I, I think he got announcer. Announcer. What did I say? You Clown. Said oh, announcer of the Year. That was cool. Yeah, because that was the first new announcer. That's the first guy under 80 to win it. There's only That's been seven <laughs> announcers since they've started these awards. There's only been seven announcers to win Announcer of the Year. Did you all know that? Bob Tallman, Boyd Paul Amos, Wayne Brooks, Hadley Barrett. Randy. Randy Corley, uh, the guy, the great. 
I, I got Wayne. I love that you're looking right at your wife right um, now. Can you get that on camera? Can we go over that? Like, from uh, from Oklahoma, who uh, he was before my time. Oh, <laughs> look, wore the the tan vest. Phil Gardenhire. Phil Gardenhire. Oh, Phil Gardenhire. And uh, yeah, Zoop, Zoop Dove ever win it? I don't think he did. Well, he should have Zoop. He should have. So that's that's seven announcers in the history of. So Garrett is uh, the eighth, and so that's cool to see the younger guy like Garrett kind of come into. You know, because if you think about announcers and you work with a young for an announcer is in your 60s right now. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Yeah. It is changing, though. Yeah. Well, like with Anthony well, and Garrett and there's a Boyd's baby. in his 50s. Boyd? So Boyd's the baby. Who knows how old he is? Boyd's He's, 103, <laughs> actually. He could be 250 <laughs> and Botox every day. Does he Botox? You know him well. Does he? Uh, how does he keep uh, his face so rosy, cheeky, flushed? There's he not does, a wrinkle on him. He does push-ups because I, me and Hambo have been in his trailer and on the floor. You know those perfect push-ups you see like online? That spin. That spin. We go in his trailer and we're like, what are those? I like to get a good workout in the morning, do some push-ups. <laughs> Who's your favorite announcer to work with? <laughs> I knew that was coming. You're such a dick. I knew Trap. that was coming. Okay, I, let me tell you where I started. Steve Kenyon is where I started. And I love Kenyon Steve. is one of the best guys Steve. at working with a clown. Because when I started, I was like an ADD kid without Ritalin no way. all over the map. And no I know way. I know I've driven <laughs> Hambone crazy. Like Spanish for this against the space for one year. They have these motorcycle guys. And so right before the whole motorcycle act, the uh, committee guy hands me a, a microphone, an actual mic. And he's like, hey, go up there and commentate when you're standing. Because I stand on the landing ramp when they land because I'm an idiot. Yeah, and they told me about that. So I start, I start just making up. Name. Well, I, what I thought I was going to do was like um, the announcer and I, were, Greg and I were going to work together on it but greg was like Pfft. so what happened what happened was nobody told us exactly so the committee were like jj just taking over so greg was like what the hell is going on here so that pissed him off oh, he was mad like, as oh. a hornet he's like i actually no announced motocross bro well because nobody <laughs> you, you know we just thought jj just taking over and we're like okay well, i actually announced quilt shows bro so so we, we didn't know. Was that was just, that was a bad anyway, communication by the committee. Anyway, so yeah, so yeah it was like, it, and that stuff happens a lot. So you're still not us. getting to your favorite announcer. So Steve. He said Kenyon Steve. Is, He's going with Steve. I, I got to say this too. Justin, I'm a key, Justin McKee and I share a brain in the arena. We, we both have the same sporadic, idiotic style, I think. And so I really enjoy him. But I do a ton of rodeos with Wayne Brooks. And the thing about Wayne Brooks is he is right down the middle every time. Give us your best Wayne Brooks he impersonation. Is. You want to see a little more bull riding? Everybody say, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't boy. know what these guys get paid, and I don't want to know. But I what I do know is know. we've got some of the greatest cowboys, 18, 19, 20 years old behind the shoots that have never been to Tucson. And we've been telling them. This Tucson crowd's amazing. So, everybody, I want you to sound off. Are you ready? One, two, three. <laughs> oh, you sound beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nobody tell Wayne. What Wayne, about, oh, he's already, he I'm already not going to say anything. What Wayne? about Will Rasmussen, though? I honestly, I'll be honest with you. Last night, I thought it was Will's turn. I thought it was, was Willie's turn because, you know, that guy, I work with him in Sheridan and Lewiston, and I, I get him a bunch. And, I think that probably is one of the hardest working He's announcers. Such a, we were talking about that last night. Will Rasmussen is such a cool dude. And yeah. he, you know, like after the perfect Rapid City, me and him are like, great job, Will. Man, did you think so? God, I feel <laughs> like I sucked. I, I stepped I on your tires. Uh, and no, and you're like, no, shut, Will. You're. It was fun. Let's, I know. He's like, he's so fun on the music side because he'll just he'll drop the mic and. You know, I'll play a, a Motley Crue song. Motley Crue 1984. Yeah, look, here's a guy. I love it. I, it was kind of funny, though. Last night, our <laughs> buddy J.D. Feller, uh, he says, he goes, I love Wayne, and if I ever won the lottery and could buy my own high-end strip joint, I would hire him to be the announcer. <laughs> wow, that would be okay, yeah, anticlimactic. I guess there's that. <laughs> here's a some... girl from Shoto, Montana. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, you look at her legs. And then I better stop. Let's welcome to the stage Cheyenne. (laughs) What kind of viewership are we watching here? Is this a 21? It doesn't interrupt chat. Everybody knows. If they're sitting here, they know. I think think we've talked about this, I believe, or I've talked about it with somebody who's mentioned your name about it back when you hated me. But we need to do, and I'm a very family-oriented guy. I'm not a big drinker. I'm not, you know, I really am. But I want to be involved in this. We need to do a 21 and over rodeo. At the South Point, and it yeah. needs to be carte blanche. You can do any joke you want, say anything you want. Everything is just. I've already got a there. timeline built for one. There you go. I've had this thought for years. Maybe you, you and I were talking about it. We, uh, you know, I actually, you know, what a cool venue would be the Excalibur. You Ooh, know where they yeah. do the the Knights, the Knights of the Round yeah. Table, and you can have cocktails and drinks and yeah, and just strippers. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. They're your waitresses are like Twin Peaks girls, but not the ones with lower back tattoos. That's what I meant. Yeah. No offense, Whitney. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, honey. Um, oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah, but like, tell, you know, and, and you have on. a big warning at the front. Like, if you bought a ticket to this, you know, don't yeah. sit there and go, oh, my gosh, they no, said like, that word. It's going to Zumanity and complaining because there was naked people. Exactly. That happened at the MG. Uh, you know, people were coming over and they're like, "We went to Zumanity tonight. Did you know that you could see boobs? Did you know that?" And I was like, "Yes, I did. That's why I've gone 13 times." What is Zumanity? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you because your it's wife like would never see Cirque, you again. It's like a Cirque show, but it's basically um, Naked in, very intimacy. Lo- you yeah. would love it. <laughs> and now that we're friends, we can go together. On a I'll side note, I do want to speaking of boobs. I've been thinking about this. It's been bugging me. <laughs> in Las Vegas. Sorry, vendors. Mm-hmm. A town called Sin City. Yeah. A town that prides themselves on sinning. Sinny. On overindulging on Make food bad and choices. drink and beverage. In a town where you can have a lady or man. An to, escort. An escort to your room in 30 minutes Ladies or quicker. of the night. With all that that this city prides itself on, the people uh, that want you to wear a mask really want you to wear a mask. You can you can do whatever you want yeah. as long as you got that mask Sir, on. Sir, if you're gonna have that hooker, you better have your mask on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, uh, were, where, why weren't they been handing well, out condoms for years? I mean, come on, man. What's yeah. the deal? So that's. I mean, here are the guys Sir? that'd be out on the street and they. They, they, they hand out trojans. They have those cars, and they pop, pop, pop. Well, Anyhow. Green, yellow. Sorry, the, the whole Nobody thing. else, me. That's All exactly right. right. But they'd almost be cool. You know what I'm wore, talking about. You wore the mask and nothing else. You'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> like you walk around naked as a gay you bird. You should. You're fine as long as you got the mask Let's on. test that. If I, wa- if I walked into the Orleans with a pair of boots on <laughs> yeah, and a belt not and here. a mask, no one would say a word. No, well, <laughs> you can do that anytime. You know why? Oh, bad visual. Because you are ten-time clan of the year. Uh, the, uh, Justin Rumford. I would be in jail. The uh, sad thing is I have seen Rumford too many times not Wait, with pants on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, it just happens. Why? You never know. We're really good friends. Logandale's a long week. Why, uh, why are we telling this story? Anyhow. Well, I'm just saying I've, uh, that's a sad thing is, is I'm getting mental picture. But Man, I, one time at band there. camp. Sir, you're naked. It's okay. I got we on We spent a, mask. a lot of time together, JJ. Here's a back scratcher. <laughs> yeah. You know how it is at Denver after Perf 78. He's curled up. In a, you guys, you know, you uh, get yeah, a little. Yeah, I do oh, remember that. I can't do it. I remember, I remember the day that, that I got the call that I was not going back to Denver. Because I was there, I think, four years. And then you've, you've been there six? Since 1976, actually. Shut your <laughs> ass. You have not. I did work rodeo a few times. But I remember the, the thing about Denver, it was like. When he called me, I was like butthurt about it. I really was. I was like, oh, man, it's a great check. It's a big rodeo, you know, and I know Justin's good, but damn it, I didn't want to lose it. But then when, like, January was rolling around and I was remembering the walk through the Stankville uh, stalls and all that, I was like, I'm kind of glad I'm not there. Uh, Yeah, I ride my bike around. The funny thing is the year after that you left, yeah. They I had, didn't leave. I got canned. Let's well, clear it up. I didn't, <laughs> wasn't like I left on a parade or nothing. <laughs> well, it was like, no, the, we fired his skinny ass. We're going with the, a different size. The year after you weren't there, <laughs> that's sizes, that's what hey, I'm Hey, his first Mountain Dew jersey was the same size years, though. <laughs> it was. <pretty> <laughs> They brought me this jersey, and they're like, Came with nipples. They, said, <laughs> they said, hey, you got to wear this jersey. Uh, I said, And it was like JJ's side, so it's like my kid's T-shirt. I'm like, I, I can't fit into this. 
And they're like, well, we're contracted, ob- or we yeah. have an obligation to the contract. You have to wear it. My belly button was showing <laughs> during, and we even took, I had Wacey Munsell and Court Hunt pull, <laughs> like pull the sides. Like skinny people don't know what it's like yeah. to try to get into a teeny tiny t-shirt. You got to lube the thing. You know what you need to do? This will this will help you with Leon, because I did this every single year that I worked Denver. I would go around and I would sell those stupid Pepsi jerseys. And I love Pepsi. Don't take this the wrong way. But the jerseys, I would take them all with me. And then I would give them away to auctions or sell them or give them to fans. And so when I'd come back, Leon, you still have your jerseys? Nope. Got to order another set. In the hopes that they would come up with a cooler jersey. Because mine was like literally, literally it was a glass of Pepsi. It was and my shoulders are the Pepsi and it was a cup and it was a Pepsi. How is that cool? That was actually our jersey together. Oh, <laughs> like, you had that too? Yeah. So uh, actually. Except his was a two-liter bottle. Oh. Yeah, he got the um, hey, oh. was a small. Well, then they went to hockey jerseys, which. That's better. And, and while we're on that subject, I don't. I only like wearing my own stuff. But at places where I, I have agree. to. That's a I whole agree. other podcast. Yeah. No, but, but um, I, I agree with that. Don't you like when you, in, in the same with the, the barrel for years, you know, I haven't been a Coors guy. Um, until this year, I did I did sign in the program. I got something cool going there. But I, I, and so when they would tell me you have to have Coors on your barrel, I would be like, "Come on, man! Like it's mine. I brought this barrel." But then, it sponsorship kind of runs the world, runs everything. Look around. I mean, it's it's what how things are decided. Sponsorship like Pete Car Rodeo. Exactly. <laughs> when I'm rodeo, Pendleton and, whiskey. When I'm rodeo, and I like rodeoing with Pete Car Rodeo. Nobody rodeos like Pete Car. That's Dallas, right. Get pretty good. in got the car. Yeah. Down here. Yeah, but yeah, I mean it's Stand your stuff, and to and you to, to change it out. Plus, I like I like a look. Like you got your look. You got the eight one one, the jersey, the short Let's sleeve love, shirt. Yeah, yeah it's, like it's that's me. Like when people see it, they know it's you. Like when they see me with my red and black bell boots, it's you. Yeah, yeah, bell boots. Yeah, Keep, keeps the dirt out of his shoes. That's I, a, I go, why are you wearing bell boots? Do you have you done that yet? No, I'm not going it's to. Not no, have you seen thing. his socks? It's not no, he my doesn't thing. Worry about that. You, you can share it, but people for years have asked me why I wear bell boots in the arena, and it's because it keeps a lot of dirt out of my shoes. Everyone's like, "Oh, you're trying to be it's funny, they're horse boots or horseshoes." It, no, it's just literally, you know, you get to the trailer and you've got like 17 blisters worth of dirt in there. I just roll with it. Bell boots <laughs> keep it out. His Some feet are. Yeah, do his feet stink? Oh my god! Not now because you know what I did before I came here. For Moisture. the first time ever, I went and got a pedicure. Shut yeah. it down. Why? It was be weird. I thought yeah, oh, I love to get a petty. It. I'm gonna tell you one time. Here's the thing. That lady I was, got way too excited about I was, that, though. I was against it. How many guys? Uh, guys, have you ever had a pedicure? I'm telling you what. I was against it. At it's first. awesome. I was against it because I'm a man. I'm a big, smelly, hairy Oklahoman that doesn't do stuff. So. But my feet look terrible, like Burt Davis bad, all right? Oh, come on. That's like my toenails, and getting in my age, I'm starting to get the dad toenail. Mm-hmm. The dad, the dad the nail. Thick, the thick yellow what one. What the so, hell is it? And why is it headed north? Like, where, uh, where, where's it going? Well, I didn't want people seeing I didn't want people seeing it. And <laughs> Ashley was like, just come. It'll be fine. So we go to uh, the Ponca City, uh, to, the, to the nail place there. And the, the nice lady, I pull up my, you pull your pants up to your knee. And it's not just, they don't just cut your toenails. No. They rub your leg with sugar scrub. Yes, they do. Have you did ever you, had your legs rubbed with sugar scrub? I've had. Did you get the I've hot wax? This. Yes. No, did I you did the hot wax? I, they did the hot towels. You must have got the cheap one. You no, go we got them. the $40 one. I know that. You no. pay now. You I will pay tell now, you this. Justin. You pay I prefer now. lavender and cucumber. And they literally brought out a Dremel. Didn't they, Ashley? I'm no. not. They brought out the Dremel. To it s- said Dremel. You're lying. It was it's, a Dremel. <laughs> It was, you buy it at Lowe's, and they took this out and sanded. That's Dumb and Dumber, the movie. Well, no, that was a great. No, they're just t- they're you're talking, Lloyd. you know, they're, they're speaking whatever language, you know, it is to each other, that, you know, Asian language, and uh, they're you, just talking complete smack on you. You have no, no word. They're talking to each other, you know. They laugh, and you're like, well, what are you no saying idea. about me, ma'am? But here's the kicker. I think we all know. Here's the kicker. <laughs> While I'm sitting there. Being and I'm like, man, this is not bad. Like they had a massaging chair. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Do you like those? 
Yeah. The rollers, like they're, they're set up right yeah, over here. So and you're right those, are way, those are way better. The deal is almost get. like that, but it had a small bathtub where the feet are. Yeah, that's what's a pain, so dude. The uh, I'm, I'm getting never my going, feet done. Never going dry. That should be yeah. the motto of everything. And the, there's a lady. The uh, a lady was 74, and I know that because she told me. And she's sitting straight across from me, and she was that lady. And she looks over and goes to Ashley and says, how'd you get your husband to come in here? And I'm like, it's my first time, ma'am. She's like, I can't get my husband to come get his feet done. He said, I'm 74 years old, and I ain't never got my feet touched by nobody, and I ain't going to start now, but good for you. I'm like, thank you, I guess. And this is going to be gross, but this is rum chap. I thought my feet were bad until I saw her feet, okay? <laughs> like, they were my. It made me feel good about my big toe. Here's yeah. the thing about it, though. Here's the thing about it. When you crawl in bed with your wife and, you know, you're snuggling. I don't know if you ever do that. You ought to try with it your sometime. Wife? <laughs> well, that went south fast, didn't it? That's ten time clan of the Might year. Might as well, Justin. Somebody else. You know, and they appreciate that. So it's not so much doing it for you; you're doing it for them. If they appreciate that, then why don't women heat their butts up before they get in bed? Because my wife can be 150 degrees from the shoulders to her hips, but when her butt touches me, I'm not kidding you; it's freezing cold. Girls with cold butts, raise your hands. Oh, butts? Usually it's butts. feet. No, B-U-T-T, butts. Not, my wife is Italian, I guess. Maybe that's an Italian <laughs> woman thing. I don't know. But, dude, she will, like, creep over and boop, whoa. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, you're speechless. I mean, you know, you go through this trade show. Gotta, gotta, it works end. out okay. But. We're going to end on on this note. We're going to get out of this stupid conversation that we're trapped yeah, in. Yeah, we're idiots. But it, uh, it's what we do. But I, we just want to thank JJ a bunch. Yeah, um, thanks for having man, me, Man, it's, it's, uh, it's awesome to have you. It's thanks good for not, to see thanks you. Thanks for it's not hating me anymore. I'm, don't look, look at him. Yeah. I never hated I'm you. I'm glad that we're friends, and I'm glad you came oh, to be on Rub One quick thing. You know how we always, and you do this at every rodeo, but... He, YouTube video that we did in Spanish Fork or of oh, your yeah. act, and it's gotten like two million views or something oh, like that. Oh, it's six million now. And and in it, he you know he's using the music and it's his act, and he goes handbone, you know, he's best in the game, handbone Hilton, number and this one man in the business. Yeah. I and said. so he and then they go to the next rodeo, and I can't remember who it was, but they're like, why'd you say that? So you don't like me, you know? It's just one of those things. And now it gets exposed on the Cowboy Channel because every rodeo announcer, you're the greatest fans in the world. <laughs> Yeah. Well, then at the next rodeo, you know, I guess oh, yeah. apparently I'm Wayne. <laughs> Morphed into Wayne. They're the greatest fans in the world. Well, everybody sees it on the Cowboy Channel. That's and right. Then you just say that. It's part of it. It, it is. You know it what is. I'm saying? I, and I appreciate it. Yeah. But you're going to say that next week, you know? And that, so people. Well, I'm not going to say that every week, but I will say that to three or four that I really adore, that I really like. And you actually have sure. to be good because sure. there have the been some, and Justin knows three or four of them with me, that you're just like, you just want to say, Try golf. Yeah. Do anything but this because a bad sound person can crush the spirit and soul of a rodeo. True, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's the same, it's the tripod. I've always was taught that from the very beginning announcer, barrel man, and then the music is third. That's yeah. the hierarchy of it. You have your announcer who's leading the show. Yep. You who are entertaining and adding and filling in. Then the music is just kind of carrying. It's I always call it, it's like the oil in the engine. It's just helping yes, it sir. run smooth. Yeah. But I what I appreciate, like of course with Rump and you, is the randomness. Yes. I get very tired of and you. You can't be Liesel or Rudy who can tell those old clown jokes and you still laugh because their timing's impeccable. Right. It's nothing yeah. worse than a guy telling old clown jokes with bad timing. You yeah. know, like trying to you know about the or the whole clown joke about eating the broccoli or she didn't die because she didn't eat a broccoli or something like that. If you don't tell that joke real right, you're basically just talking about killing your wife. Yeah, that's murder. That's dateline <laughs> shit right there. It just doesn't ring very well. So anyway, sorry yeah. we got on another tangent, but yeah. we appreciate you, brother. Yeah, thank Ladies you, J.J. J. Harrison. Thanks, guys. Let me tell you about my best friend. He's a warm-hearted person who loves me uh, till the all right, this next guy, we're going to talk about some NFR stuff. We're going to talk about some picks. He was on last, uh, or no, two, uh, two years ago. 
when we were or three to anyway, and it, we didn't hit record. It didn't record right, so we got to get him back up here. Ladies and gentlemen, from the world-famous Flying You Rodeo Company, let's give it up for Mr. Reno Rosser. And Rosser's, and Rosser's Christmas Tree Corral. If you are in Marysville, California, or the surrounding area, and you would like a fresh-cut Christmas tree, go to the Rosser There's, Ranch. And you know with uh, Yuba City Oncology as a sponsor, they will tell you all you need to know about the environmental effect of a natural Christmas tree. Is that right, Reno? Actually, it is, and I'm glad you brought that up. So it's actually, it's not oncology. That's a cancer treatment. It's recology, and that's oh. recycling. Oh. But absolutely, Christmas trees, real Christmas trees are made in America. You know where fake Christmas trees are made? Where? China. Ooh. And guess where they're stuck right now? China. China. Containers and ships out in the ocean. So you can't get a fake tree here today, folks. You're going to have to get a real noble fur, American-made in Oregon, North Carolina. Get them while they're hot. <laughs> Christmas. How they much extra is it to frock it? Now, if those of you don't know what frocking is, it's when they put like the cutter, color powdery stuff. And your frocker well, is. Where do you guys get this term? It's flock. Oh, flock. Flocker. Yes, frocker. we have our mother flocker, Miko Marino. <laughs> and he, uh, in California, people like trees of all sorts of colors. We do rainbow trees. We did, we did a raider tree the other day because a fan, they finally won, so they wanted to celebrate. Uh, but yeah, we, we do they, red you trees. You paint your trees? You don't paint them, you flock them. I Pay don't attention. flock. I don't know what the flock you're talking about. <laughs> Go to rosserschristmascrowd.com and we'll show you a how-to video oh. on how to do it yourself. Well, besides the Christmas tree, Reno Rosser is the absolute uh, Swiss army knife of the rodeo business. He can drive a truck, flank, set up an arena, set up a stage, set up a motorcycle ramp, Run the neck rope, run Juan Carlos, the the uh, the RC car with the sombrero, and he can do all this at the same time. And he can still talk bad about the clown in the arena while he's doing all that, and be like, "Hey, is that was that joke funny? Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, well, as long as you did." And uh, yeah. one of Reno's other favorite thing is to do is wait for his friends to drink too much and then follow <laughs> them around with a camera, taking videos to show them the next day got to document everything <laughs> so so uh tonight uh one of your oh. horses that they've won several rounds of the nfr on night number one casey field little red hawk flying you rodeo company yeah uh, uh, it's tough for me to pick uh, casey field has one gear and it is all out and yeah. th this is the kind of horse you want to dance with and 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 Casey doesn't know how to, I shouldn't say doesn't know how to, but, well, you know what I'm talking about. Like, he's out for blood. Yeah, like, he's, and, and, and maybe he's that's Casey not the Field. right thing to say. And, no, and he's out to win. He's, he's all go, no woe. There, yeah, and this horse, there's a lot of things to this horse. A lot of people think she's just a hopper, but as you clearly saw at the NFR last year, she almost jerked Cole Reiner down. Uh, so it's, it's. I don't know that that's my pick, but I know that Casey definitely has a chance. They have a history. He just got on her this year at Reno Rodeo. She didn't have her best day, but he was still 86 points, one second in the short round. But uh, there's a lot of great matchups tonight. Um, I, I will say that. I, this, that dude bucks, but th this pin is more the rider-friendly pin overall. Nightcrawler, Picket Rodeo, Jess Pope, just a pretty good hopper. Uh, Freckled Frog is that 9,000-pound horse of Cullen's. Great horse. Um, you know, and you do, uh, you've actually won the Rub Chat League before. Yes, I have. <laughs> the Silver Buckle League in Pro Fantasy Rodeo. Oh, you did? Did we give you anything for it? Yeah, no, we got, got a silver buckle. Yeah, damn oh. right. Uh, uh, besides these picks. Do you want a cardboard cutout of Benny Butler? I would love it, actually. What okay. would you do with it? Give me some time. <laughs> <laughs> It would be it'd be at the ranch in the greater uh, Wheatland, Oroville, Marysville area. Um, but uh, so talk about your team that you've bought everybody, okay? On Pro Fantasy Rodeo, your team that you think you can beat me with. 
Well, I'm not really confident with my team. When you sent me the link, I didn't do a lot of research in it, but I thought one of the, the, the guys under the radar, uh, and he drew exceptionally well tonight, and he, he rides, you got to remember in the bareback riding, you got to have a guy that can handle the eliminators because I'm not going to say who they are, but there's some guys who handle the eliminators better than others. And Tanner Ross, to me, he's an eliminator rider, and he's going to ride every horse the same. Uh, but again, but that's the bareback rider I picked. Uh, that way I could have a lot of rights. <laughs> that's, that's probably good. <laughs> if you have the rights, you can't have a wrong. Um, in the bronc riding tonight, this is a super hopper pin. I will, uh, do you think that they'll have time after they ride Sioux City Sioux in the opening to get that horse back for the bronc riding for Wade Sundell? <laughs> I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. But, but you know. I'm really Sioux City. They took Sioux City Sioux to the NFR. Sioux City yeah. Sioux has Wade Sundell. That horse is 90 million years old. That horse was at the first NFR uh, with Randy Taylor on her. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the bronc riding, though, my pick, uh, which my pro fantasy pick, is Dawson Hay. And uh, I got to go with my I, – I think Wade's going to have it. I think – He's feeling good. I saw him last night. He said he was only going to smoke two packs of cigarettes today, so he's ready. So I'm feeling pretty confident in Wade. Wyatt Casper's got a horse that was outstanding of Outlaw Buckers. Uh, I'm not even sure that horse fits this pin. They, they try to make these pins as even as they can, but every night you'll see that there's a few that just stick out a little more than the others. But uh, I think the little truck driver from Kansas might take, the, t take it all tonight. But Dawson Hayes been riding good. Uh, Ryder Wright's coming off an extremely embarrassing performance in Brawley, falling off Yeti Rambler. Uh, and so Stetson Wright fell off California Dreaming. So I hope they shake off their jitters and come out with guns a-blazing. Uh, yeah, th there is, you know what's funny when I look at this? Like, uh, there, there is a lot of, of, of guys that we haven't seen a lot here. Like, uh, is this Ben Anderson, this, is this his first time? Is he... It is. Tegan Smith. Tegan's first time. He's he's new. He's Iowa boy. Lunatic Party. I know that horse, Outlaw Buckers. There's Muddy Creek Pro Rodeo, which I have no clue who that is. I think what they they said there's like 60-some stock contractors is that cr that are here. Yeah, probably 40 too many. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not familiar with that particular company. But clearly if they pick their stock, it's a good, good horse. In the bull riding. That was a very – BS political comment right there. <laughs> Every stock contractor you talk to in Vegas, I got five or six. The house should be here. Oh yeah. Well, it's a and that's kind of and it can be true too. How many? It is a tough job. How to many head did you guys to, get to bring total this year? We don't necessarily try to bring horses here. We, my dad's old school. He thinks the animals should speak for themselves. We don't call contestants and beg them to bring them. We don't send videos to Isaac Diaz 24-7. We just don't do that. And uh, who does? A lot of guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just like our animals to speak for themselves. And, and the best part about what we do is what, with the animals we bring here, they were raised on the fly. And you, we don't buy horses. Uh, but uh, it, there's, a lot, there's a lot to getting horses here and, and livestock here. You know, un unfortunately, there's a lot of politics. Uh, in my mind, Killer B should be here. Uh, in the bareback riding, but uh, to make everybody happy, we put her in the bronc riding because the bronc riders can handle her. But uh, there's a lot of politics. This isn't the perfect rodeo, but it is the best damn rodeo. Yep. Uh, and there's a lot of things that could be changed to make this thing better. But, uh, you know, I wish we could get rid of the average. I mean, you think about it. Why, why was Billy Etbauer, Fred Whitfield, Cody Ole household names? They didn't market themselves. The PRCA didn't market them because every damn night they were trying to win. They weren't trying to stay in the average. And uh, that's that's why I think the average, after round five, this rodeo gets a little boring to me. But well, You know, they, they thought they about, that. about that. Like, yeah, the Las Vegas events would love that. Basically, you have a shootout round the last night is a shootout round where you take, you only bring back 10 guys, and then you come back with the final four to basically decide it all. Something like that, I think, is what they were looking at. But... Yeah, they, uh, and they, that was years ago. That and that was just talks, but a lot of guys just flipped out. No way. Well, I mean, just the term itself, average. Who wants to be like Court Shear said on TV? Why'd you take the rear out? Who wants to be average? I, I'm not here to win the average. I'm here to win the world. And it would be so much easier for our fans to follow. 
if you didn't have, I mean, that round 10, holy cow, thank God we have Sonny Deb, but figuring all that out, how much somebody's got to win because of the average. Well, hell, if we know every night that it, if you took all that average money and put it into the rounds, the rounds would pay $67,000. Now, that's a little more impactful, and it makes everybody every night go for the win. And, that, and it just, I think it would change this. Oh, so you're just talking about just taking out the average, putting that yes. money in. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. I love that. But it got but shot down, though, pretty big when it – wasn't it brought up? It was, but I, I, I – Cal, you know, the Turtles Association, we're slow to change. We're slow to change, but I just don't think it was presented to the Cowboys in the best way. I think you explained to them it's the same amount of money. We're just divvying it up differently. Cal, uh, the, the Canadians, they always seem to figure everything out for us, but, or figure things out first before us. But you know what? The Canadian finals, the average check is only what a round check is. Does that make sense? So it's not a, doesn't have a significant impact. So I think the rounds, what are the rounds here, Paige? 29,000 and change. 29,000. Gee, many Christmas. The average pays 60-some thousand. Mm -hmm. And it pays eight places. Have you ever heard anybody brag about one in eighth in the average? But that's a contestant. <laughs> a lot of them, they, they want it. You know, our since shootout pays on Saturday night at San Angelo. They pay uh, 7,500 to win, then it's 3,000, then it's two. They actually want to take that money and divvy it out more equally. Right. That's communism. <laughs> I don't think that it, it is. Uh, if you go ask Ryder Wright or Casey Field, would they rather have round money or average money? I guarantee you what their answer would be. It'd be round money. Yeah. And maybe not full communism, but making everything equal for everybody, more equal for everybody. Socialism. Socialism. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a political science major like you. Yeah, because Reno watches Fox News 24 hours a day. And if he's not watching that and you're riding with him, he's flipping through his iPod playing Name This Band. Name the and tune. You're like, you're like trying to like doze off just for a second as you're going down I-5, headed to God, wherever we would go to. And uh, just who sings to keep this? You on your who sings this? I don't know. Shut up, Reno. I'm trying to sleep. Speaking of who sings this, uh, my pick tonight in the bull riding. Trey Benton on Rock and Roll Fantasy. That is a bucking bull. TB3, he's back again. Uh, he feels good. Um, but I did get my my guy that I bought in Pro Fantasy Rodeo. I bought JB. And uh, JB, <laughs> Anthony Lucia made Jersey say this name earlier. Cocktail Diarrhea of the Painted Pony from New Jersey or from uh, Lake Luzerne, New York. Um and they said that is a bucking bull. I don't really know that bull. Have no idea. Um, but I do know rock and roll fantasy, and I'm pretty excited. Uh, of course, Sage Kimsey has Grand Slam, who bucked him off at Pendleton, but I didn't think he was that rank at Pendleton. I think I didn't think any bull that bucked Sage got to come. No, Grand Slam did. He bucked him off in Pendleton. So uh, Black Cat, Ross Rodeo. That's just what I heard. Roscoe Jarbo. What's Black Cat? Just a really nice ranch race bull. He should ride him probably with both eyes closed. Uh, he's just a really good bull. I, I mean, to me, this bullpen looks pretty rider friendly. Uh, I think they're going to ride a lot of bulls tonight. Uh, it's hard to bet against, you know, Stetson right now. He's, he's on a roll, and he's out to prove that uh, he's the best. On every bull riding uh, thread that's on Facebook, I went through there, and, and there's literally hundreds of comments and there's a there's 259 comments on a post about JB at the NFR, and these people are arguing if if JB's gonna buck off all his bulls because he's gonna try to spur and try too hard, and and it's actually quite entertaining because even the one guy says, well I've never really rode bulls, but my uncle did, <laughs> and he said that JB's got too much try and not enough care, and that JB will buck off. I disagree. JB's first NFR. Uh, I, I think that JB's going to buck off a few because he's going to – he is – he's not well, ever yeah. going to let up like you're talking about the average. Yeah, he, he might buck off a few, but I think he's going to ride quite a few. I don't uh, – and th the day – I think the days of riding all 10 are done. The Bulls are way too ranked now. If you go back, and I love how the PRCA or – or there's a Facebook a rough stock only, something like that, and they post old picture, uh, videos of the NFR, and it's not too long ago where that horse would be a re-ride 
And it, they were like, Absolutely. oh, they're winning the round, you know, or a bull just going down the chutes, you know, just a piece of junk. The bulls there are now. And one thing about JB, uh, he's kind of been in some big-time situations in Las Vegas before and come yeah. out on top. So I don't really think he's going to get rattled. Yeah, when you win $7 million, you probably are okay with pressure. <laughs> you know? I think as long as his liver can handle the Bantamane this week, he's going to be fine. <laughs> But he, he's the toughest son bitch alive, and, and in my mind, probably without a doubt, the greatest bull rider. And, with, and I think, to, I'll take that far. I think he's one of the greatest cowboys that's ever lived. I mean, he's he's the way rodeo cowboys used to be. Yep. You know, he wanted he wants he you know he wants to sit around the campfire when he's 90 and say, guess what, son bitch, I rode. You know, the other guys just want to win buckles, and he wants to tell stories. And I mean, you go back to his PBR days; he would pick the baddest cats, and that's what made him such a fan mm -hmm. favorite, is because he wasn't scared of the bad ones. Well, it goes back to what you were saying about Billy and Cody and them guys, because they went for it every night, and that's what he does, and he doesn't care, and he's never changed. No, and, and obviously, there, he's, there's been so many huge social media posts this year. Of, of JB sitting around a rodeo for two hours, even though he bucked off and signing autographs for kids. I can't say that for everybody on that list. Well, so. Even at Fort Madison, he lacerated his spleen. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't know it. Um, he was staying with Tuckness, and so we went to the uh, river that day on a, on a boat, on a barge or whatever. Pontoon. Pontoon. And we went and cruised around <laughs> and that night. Barge. So JB, he, well, it's, it floats. Carried a lot of people, so JB gets stepped on. He he's 89 points, wins Fort Madison, and gets stepped on. He said his back hurt. He went over there and sat for two and a half hours, signing autographs, and then went back to the hotel where he's staying with Dusty Tuckness. He goes to sleep. He wakes up at three o'clock in the morning because he's in so much pain. So instead of going, "Hey Tuck, could you take me to the hospital?" JB puts his clothes on, goes down to the front desk and asked the lady at the front desk if she'll take him to the hospital. So she put up a sign that says, be back in 15 minutes. She takes JB to the hospital. They get him in, into the hospital, and they check him out, and they life fly him from Fort Madison, Iowa, to Iowa City to have emergency surgery to have his spleen sewn surgically sewn. sewn. And the funniest thing is, well, it wasn't funny, but... Two days, okay, that was the second perf. So on Saturday, JB gets back, and he's in front of my camper smoking a cigarette, and he's got on a pair of sweats, and, and he's telling me the story. And uh, I'm like, why didn't you wake Tuckness up, you know, to take you to the hospital? Or I said, why did you go get the front desk lady to take you to the hospital? He goes, well, I would have uh, got Tuckness to do it, but he was sleeping. I'm like, well, <laughs> for the record, if I ever feel like something is <laughs> lacerated I'm waking up my friends I don't give a <laughs> crap like but I mean that that's I think that honestly though he went home because he was still entered up pretty hard after Fort Madison and he couldn't go after that so I think it's probably really good because he's coming in here really fresh you know um, Sage of course uh, man he's on every taxi I've seen it's hard to bet he like, Sage is just so... Hard to go against him. He's proven himself, too. That Creek Young, I, I you know, I, I hate saying good things about Fort Scott, Kansas, but he's a Kansas boy. And, you know, Kansas don't get a lot of people to the NFR before they change where they're from. And uh, so, <laughs> yeah. You it's know, like, the one thing about JB, just this is why I think he might have a fighting chance. As we all know, J nobody's beat up their body more than JB. Yeah. yeah. But guess what? After he gets off tonight, he gets to go back to the hotel, smoke a cigarette. He doesn't have to get in his truck and drive 12 hours to Sykeston, which that's harder on him than the Bulls are, and then get off at Sykeston, and then he's here every night. And we know he's probably not going to go home and take care of himself, but still, the travel's not going to be there. So that might be the plus for JB. Well, and the good thing is, too, you don't have to worry about wearing a mask because as long as you're smoking, you don't have to have a mask on. So, <laughs> but he, where, where, where were we when he cut the hole in the mask and he had a cigarette sticking out of it? That was hilarious. It I looked, don't know. It looked like a little smokestack, and I, that's why I was going to give him one of these, uh, these deals that we got from Cinch, these back scratchers. <laughs> he could stick the cigarette right in here and keep talking, you know. Right. But uh, I... I I'm a f I don't like to fangirl, but, you know, honestly, like, 
kind of fangirl JB. He's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. you are. And JB and RC Landingham, uh, of course, my two favorite guys. Not in the weird way that that just sounded, but <laughs> what? He loves RC. I do. He's a good guy. You think he's cute? No, I don't. You were giving me that look. <laughs> he's. I'm just saying he's a good. He's a cool guy. Like, you know, I'm just we're friends. And anyhow, back to you, Hambo. Well, okay. It just got weird. So Everybody just go got really quiet. Stock. Let's go to the rough stock. World champions. Who do you think's bareback? Who do you think's gonna pull it? Do you think Tilden's gonna pull it out? I would love for Tilden to pull it out. Unfortunately, the horse he drew tonight. They, that horse was a re-ride last year in the 10th go-around, straight moonshine. Uh, so he's obviously maybe not draw the best, but I would love to see Tilden win it. Nobody, I mean, talk about holding on to Casey Fields' shirt tails his whole life. It'd be great to see him beat Casey. Yep. But then again, Casey's here to tie the, you know, to, to break the record. Well, yeah. those guys He's not going to lay off. And, yes. and, and Tilden would never want him to, obviously. But no. And uh, how about the Bronc riding? That's going to be tough because I'll tell you right now, I think, and, and obviously Bronc Riding's my favorite event, and I don't think that's any secret, but I don't know that we've ever seen this good of a group of Bronc Riders. I mean, they're sensational. Stetson's got a pretty comfortable lead, and, and I had dinner with him last night, and I, I told him he was playing on Snapchat during dinner, and I'm like, why don't you just put that down for the week and quit reading on the social media? Mm. But he says, you know what, Reno, that social media drives me. That's what drives me. If somebody says he got loaded, then guess what? I'm going to be 95 tomorrow. He goes, that, that, so it's interesting. He, he took a whole nother look yeah, to That's it. a different approach. But uh, I think Stetson Wright, he, he's, with the exception of what we saw in Brawley, uh, he's been riding outstanding all year. Oh, my God. And both events. Bull riding. Who's going to be bull riding? World champ. I just want to see a good race. That is a politician answer. No, I do. I mean, it, are you to circle back to it, Reno, or what? <laughs> well, I'm. I guess Stetson, I just had dinner JB, with them. You know, I mean, the three guys that really have, I guess. Who do I want to see win it? I don't know. Who do you think will? Yeah, I guess both. I, I, I would love to see JB Mooney win it, and I think he's definitely capable. I, if he wins it, I'm going to call it right now. He wins the world. He retires. Absolutely. I hope he does. Because I want JB to go out on top. Yep, me too. And I want him to be able to walk. Absolutely. Because he, he <laughs> so crib his shoulders. Oh, they're nasty. <laughs> Bones sticking straight up. It's pretty gross. I can also predict, and I'll, I'll take a bet with you, I'm, I, I'm, I've got a hunch Stetson Wright's going to win the all-around. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, you're a smart one. Sharp as a bowling ball, this guy. There he uh, is, Rito Rosser. <laughs> well, um... How was it? What else were we going to ask? We were going to talk to Rena about something. Yeah. This is what happens. We don't show plan until about five minutes before. It's 2.06. Okay, here's what we're going to do. It's 2.06. We better go. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give a big round of applause for our dear friend, Reno Rosser. Reno Rosser. Thank you for having me. Rope Chat Daily, 1 o'clock. Right, so, yeah. Um, hold on a second. We've got some stuff to give away. We'll come out and... We got some rump chat stickers and stuff we can kind of toss out for the faithful for all 8,000 yeah. of you here today. We really appreciate you guys got coming our down. Huge crowds over here at the Stetson Rodeo. Stetson Rodeo. We have our Car Pro Rodeo sweatshirts. Heat Car. Thanks, Pete Car. Pete Car Pro Rodeo. Come on down to Waterford. We're going to give uh, this bottle of whiskey away to myself. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll be back tomorrow, 1 o'clock. I love it. On behalf of all the people who have assembled here, I would merely like to mention, if I may, that our unanimous attitude is one of lasting gratitude for what our friend has done for us today. And therefore I would simply like to say,